1: what is going on everyone and welcome back to the channel i hope you're all doing well and welcome to a slightly different episode today today i've decided i'm gonna change things up i'll explain why in a second but briefly to tell you what this episode is going to be it's going to be about an hour of unedited raw entitled parents stories you're going to get the stories obviously of course as always narrated by me but no editing so it's going to be my genuine raw reactions as we go now normally my episodes are quite heavily edited, I would say. I mean not heavily edited, but you know, I make mistakes, there are cuts, I have a bit of time to think about what I'm gonna say. But in this episode, I've decided we're gonna do it a little bit longer. It's gonna be about an hour or so, but I'm gonna have to react on the spot, and you're gonna get my live reactions to these stories as we read them. I've got five stories for you, four or five. One of them is an absolutely amazing long one that that you're gonna love. That's coming up from R slash Entitled people. We're gonna start though on a classic R slash entitled parents. Another reason why I'm doing this episode, this different sort of style, I will tell you this, and this is with the permission of Editor Stevo to tell you guys this. And I think you deserve to know. If you don't know who Editor Stevo is, he is the editor on this channel. He edits every single episode, does an amazing job. Um, if you've been around for a long time, you will know who he is. Now, sadly, his mum is extremely ill at the moment, which means that he is unable to, to work and obviously edit these episodes. So that is another reason. So let's get some love for Steve-O in the comments down below. Show him some love. Show, show his family some love. But uh, yeah, a very, very tough time for him. But without further ado, let's get into this. And, and you'll see kind of what I'm talking about as we get in to the first story. Of course, from our slash Entitled Parents. I have hand-selected these, by the way. These should be very very good I haven't read through them all and I, I never do do that I try not to do that anyway because I don't want to spoil it for myself I want the reactions to be as genuine as possible but in this episode they will be the definition of genuine raw in the moment let's get into it my entitled mum left our wedding because it wasn't sufficiently about her you guys have been loving the sort of bridezilla stories of late and this one about an entitled mum at your own wedding not being about her <sighs> It's going to be good when i a 31 year old woman had my wedding five years ago we decided to host it at my wife's who was also 31 mother's house we dressed up the garden and it looked magical we were able to have a stunning garden wedding with about 100 guests relatively cheaply on the big day while getting set up my entitled mum was buzzing around making a complete nuisance of herself trying to change how tables were arranged and allocated and bothering both my wife and i while we were getting ready for the ceremony. How annoying is that? You've put in all that effort, all that planning, and your mum is doing this on the day, saying, no, this is not right. I mean, shut up, know your place. Anyway, where were we? Our friend, who was the unofficial manager of the wedding, was doing his best to keep her satiated while also keeping her from bothering the brides. When it came time for the speeches, I made a mention of the people who had specifically helped and people who were a part of the wedding party, My sister was mentioned as she was a part of the wedding party and my mother-in-law was mentioned for partially funding the wedding and hosting it at her house, investing a lot of time and effort. I feel like I know what's going to happen here. Yep. In the end, my entitled mum did not get mentioned because she did not help, rather she hindered and has honestly never done anything to support us. Oh my goodness. When it became clear that she was not getting mentioned, her family started shouting at me from across the garden reminding me to mention my mother out of surprise and shock i made a quick mention but i honestly had no idea what to even say it made no sense to me to mention her wow scathing words but based on the the little the little amount of context we have here i mean it's fair right shortly after she left in tears and she took her entire extended family with her which is about a quarter of the guests wow most of them didn't even say goodbye it was a devastating amount of drama For what should be a magical day. My dad handled it well and comforted us both. They are divorced. I don't regret not mentioning her, even a little bit. All it did was highlight that she can't be trusted to participate in our lives in any important or meaningful way. The relationship has never been the same since, especially since she outright refused to apologise to my wife, even trying to compare her behaviour with my wife being withdrawn at her family gatherings, since for some reason, the entire extended family tends to pretend she doesn't exist. Totally bizarre. I'm glad that my wife still loves me so much, despite my insane mother. Now, I'm sorry, I've just got to highlight this straight away. Trying to compare her behavior with my wife being withdrawn at her family gatherings, since for some reason, the entire extended family tends to pretend she doesn't exist. I'm getting sort of, you know, vibes here. that perhaps... Some part of the family here doesn't like the fact that you are both women getting married. I mean, that is the logical conclusion that I've come to there. But there we go. I mean, that is it for the first story. Let's have a look at what the comments are saying down below. This is something I love to do. I don't normally show it too much in the episodes, but um, yeah, here we go. A special thanks to my mum, says this user, for uh, showing up. We really appreciate all the effort you put into getting dressed all by yourself. And I hope he said pretty much, yeah. I mean that is it what do you deserve a mention no I mean it's ridiculous do you do deserve a mention for your entire family being homophobic probably not and I know I'm jumping to conclusions there but let's be honest guys if you agree with me comment down below that does seem like what's probably going on here and yep someone else has said the lower the contact with a narcissist the better other piece actually replied to that we are finding that out now it can be dreadfully difficult to reach that conclusion but no matter how many chances we give we are just Always disappointed. The same person has come back. She will always be the victim. Life is better when you go no contact. Trust me, my mum is one and life is better without her and her drama. OP says, I'm glad you've been able to find happiness away from her. It sucks, especially because she was a great mum in my youth. Yeah, and this is what someone said. I wonder what caused her to change. Again, I think that just adds credence to my point that, you know, is it still highlighted? No, it's not. But this for some reason the entire extended family tends to pretend she doesn't exist i wonder why maybe when you came out as lesbian maybe anyway that is it for the first story and that is going to do it for entitled parents for a bit i think this next story right here comes from our slash entitled people
0: why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim
1: technically a two-parter, but there is an extended part on the end, which is to do with the story from the same user, who, by the way, is called, My Keys Were Stolen. (laughs) I mean, if that doesn't kind of sum up what this story is about, then yeah, here we go. Right. My mother-in-law stole my collection of vintage skeleton keys to sell at porn and buy herself a new phone. Part one. Honestly, this is, (laughs) you get some titles where you're just like, Why? This is one of them. My best friend recommended Reddit to begin with and suggested this subreddit and even said I should have posted it here first. I'm dividing the post into two halves to make it easier to read. Okay, let's get into it. My mother in law is insanely entitled, and my wife's enabling of her has made our marriage very hard at times. My mother in law has come to us for money a lot because she keeps spending herself into a hole. She's a hoarder and a shopaholic. Her house is full of garbage junk, and unopened stuff that she never uses. The house is rodent-infested too. I mean, up until that point, it's not the end of the world. You could be a hoarder. Your house doesn't have to be completely tidy or whatever. But when it's rat-infested, that's absolutely disgusting. Uh, that is that is vile, okay. She has one semi-clean room in the whole building, and it's the master bedroom. She's mocked it up like a little studio apartment with a futon to sleep on and uses a couch an entertainment center with TV and streaming and a makeshift kitchen consisting of the adjoining bathroom, a mini fridge and a microwave. She's also overweight because she eats out a lot. You're allowed to eat out a lot, by the way, just saying, as long as you exercise and, and don't eat too much, nothing wrong with it. But uh, yeah, it is often synonymous with uh, being overweight. I-, I can't argue with that. Recently, she came to us wanting me specifically to buy her a new smartphone as an unprompted gift. Now that usually is how gifts work, isn't it? You go to somebody and say, give me a gift and I want this exactly. uh, and you need to give it to me now, especially when you are significantly older than them. Oh, here we go down here. She's 53. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Anyway, she threw a massive fit OP says when I refused. And I mean a child temper tantrum kind of fit. Why does she want a new phone so suddenly? Well, hers was two years old. That is literally it. As far as I know, it still worked fine. Even my wife has confirmed this. Now, I have to say, I don't understand why people get new phones every two years because I feel like unless they're actually broken, they still work. Like you don't need a new one. I know everyone's like in this sort of consumerism sort of world where you need to get a new iPhone as much as possible. But do you need one every two years? This is, I'm showing it on camera, an 11 Pro. Now, how old is that now? I don't know, maybe three, four years. And I don't need to get a new one. It's a phone, man. It does everything I need it to do. I'll get a new one when it breaks. I don't need one every two years. Absolutely ridiculous. Okay. Even your wife has confirmed that it is two years old only. Okay. But she was still resolute that she deserved a new phone, despite the fact that it still worked fine. <laughs> Before leaving, she yelled at us that we're supposed to be pampering her now that she's an old woman. She's 53. Right, okay. Logic checks out. My wife also didn't want to buy her mother the phone because she gave her money not long before to make sure her bills were paid. Okay, so you're already helping out this woman. But no, she wants a brand new smartphone. Great stuff. Now, I have quite a collection of vintage skeleton keys. And I mean good ones. Like ones to particular hotels the large ornate sergeants, brass railroad keys, reading hardware, etc. My collection as a whole should easily be worth two to $3,000. Wow, I don't know much about skeleton keys at all. To be honest, I didn't really realize that they were collectible. Do they even exist anymore? Perhaps they do. Very interesting stuff. If you know more about that, comment down below. I clearly know nothing. Some of the keys are super rare. I kept them in a locked display cabinet. But a few days ago, I came home to find my entire collection was gone. The cabinet had been forced open. I checked the CCTV for the living room and I saw my mother-in-law force open the cabinet with a small crowbar. She then put all the keys in a couple of boxes that she brought with her and left with them. I called her right away and demanded that she return my collection. She, nonchalantly, told me that she sold the entire collection at porn already and used the money for her new phone. Then said it was my fault <laughs> and she had to do it because I wouldn't give her the money. Wow. My wife was seemingly on my side until I said I was going to call the police. She begged me just to drop it and even suggested I just start a new collection, but I refused to let it go. A lot of the key... Oh, I made a mistake there. My, 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 my fault, but let's, let's be honest. 12 minutes into the episode. It's not bad, isn't it? A lot of those keys. Where were we? I've now completely lost my place. And that right there is the beauty of doing things live. (laughs) I refuse to let it go. A lot of those keys are not only expensive, they're irreplaceable. I spent 10 years building that collection. Wow. But my wife kept blowing up at me and telling me to just let it go. So I slept in the guest room that night and sought online help the next day when my best friend told me to try Reddit. Okay. And here we are. I've been a lurker before. making an account wasn't hard my mother-in-law has been in trouble in the past but this was the first time i know of that she'd outright stolen from us i needed help so i asked here the resounding advice finally made me pull my head out of my bum to realize that i was the only one keeping my marriage afloat whoa i did not expect that it would likely never get any better if my wife wasn't on my side when her own mother steals something irreplaceable from me uh, you know what? I wasn't expecting that, but it does make sense. It does, and it does seem obviously as if as if your 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 partner is, you know, favoring your well her mum over you, even when she's done something that is just outright illegal. Does that make for a good relationship? I don't know. You could also argue though that ugh, from her perspective, she's just like, yes, I know she's done a terrible thing, but do we really need to get the police involved in a family matter? Which I guess makes sense. But then I would also say, why is she defending someone that's done that, even if it is her own mom? And then saying, oh, come on, just start a new collection. Like surely as your wife, she knows how important this collection is to you. Maybe she doesn't. And, and that is the problem. Fair enough. Now to answer some quick questions I got before. One, how did my mother-in-law get into the house? My wife unilaterally gave her a key when we moved in. That's why. Okay. I think that's fine. I think I think parents are allowed to have keys to their children's houses. You know, obviously, if it's if it's you know consensual, I think that's completely fine. I mean, I know that that's the case with with I don't know if I should say this, but yeah, with with our house, whatever the family house. Anyway, number two, why did I have CCTV cameras in the living room? Really, wouldn't you do that if you had something valuable on display there? Yeah, maybe. To be fair, probably would. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is kind of proof as to why you should have that three is my mother-in-law on drugs no idea she's always been crazy four did she steal from us before not that i've been able to tell and i've checked everything i could think of five what kind of phone did she get not a clue but probably one of the cheaper smartphones with the amount of money she got selling my stuff unless she's on a payment plan well i thought you said they were worth like how much did you say the keys were worth like two or three thousand didn't you you could get any phone you want with that sort of money a lot of gigabytes as well. Six, did my wife use my money to placate her mother before? Yes, she did. We primarily have separate accounts, but we do have a joint account we pay the bills with, so it's not used for savings. In two years of marriage, I'd say it's happened roughly five times. Every time my wife took money from the joint account for her mother, she always replaced it on her next payday. Okay, that's that's fair enough. Though in hindsight, I think she only did so because she knew I'd never let it go because she would always have an attitude with me for a few days after. Really? That's that's interesting, isn't it? She'd be annoyed at you because she took your joint money to kind of like pay off her mum who really isn't contributing or helping herself at all. That is odd. That really, really is odd. Opie says that they were in a bad marriage fog before But this whole situation has snapped me right out of it. And finally, number seven, will I lock down my credit? Already have. Though I'm not sure my wife or her mother would be so stupid to do something like that after my mother-in-law was recently arrested. Wait, so she's already been arrested? Oh my goodness me. Oh, she's actually got on the collection back and hidden it somewhere where my wife and mother-in-law have no idea where it is. I'll provide more detail in another post tomorrow. Okay, there we go. Couple of edits as well, or just one edit actually on this one to finish. Since it keeps being mentioned, yes, I did call the police. Yes, an arrest was made. Yes, my wife is a soon-to-be ex. Know that I'm taking many precautions right now. Oh my goodness me. The one thing I'm not sure about is whether the arrest that OP talked about up here, um, after getting recently arrested, is to do with this, as in OP calling the police on her mother-in-law or a previous offence that her mother-in-law has made, and that's why it's recently arrested. We don't know for sure, but let's just get straight into the next part, because why not? We don't need to read the comments on this one, let's just get straight into it. So here we go, part two. My mother-in-law stole my collection of vintage skeleton keys to sell it porn and buy herself a new phone. Right, let's get straight into it. Back to what happened that day. The police did come, and they took my statement. A bit over an hour after i called the non-emergency line i had video footage and the documentation of my collection ready and then there were some texts that i went out of my way to get from my mother-in-law to bait her into a confession very clever i wanted as much evidence as possible so that she couldn't lie to the police when i texted her demanding she get my collection back she actually lolled and told me not a chance and even boasted that she thought i was a pathetic son-in-law and my key collection was tacky anyway. <laughs> okay, that's ridiculous. I told her to at least tell me what pawn shop she sold the keys to. Oh, so I could go and buy them back and how much they paid her for them. Oh, I didn't even clock that. I didn't even clock that. Oh, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. The dimwit admitted it all right away with glee and text. Okay, good. That makes sense. There's a plan there. I had everything I needed for the police before they even showed up. I thought for a second that the way OP got his keys back was actually just by going and buying them back from that same pawn shop, which his mother-in-law sold them to, but no, it was to gather evidence. Much, much cleverer than I uh, I had you down for, OP. Sorry about that. Anyway, the cops took the whole matter more seriously than I thought. I was worried they'd call it a civil matter since the thief was my mother-in-law and she had a key to the house, but they arrested her before long and they went to the pawn shop before it closed retrieve my collection that is amazing news i got it all back from the police after a couple of days and for the moment i put the collection in a safe secure place that no one can get to the pawn shop pretty much gave up the entire key collection to police right away like it was a bag of hot potatoes though i scrutinized every important key that i though i scrutinized every important key that was brought back as far as i can tell it's all there that was a huge sigh of relief I took time off work and barely slept for two days because of this ordeal i can I can absolutely imagine uh, just just going through this sort of thing is bad enough, but when it's your own mother in law you must be questioning it's like what is going on here? How can she be doing this time off work and barely slept for two days because of this. I mean ridiculous also the cabinet that my mother in law broke into. It's pretty much a loss since she mangled the lock and doors prying it open. Thankfully, it wasn't an antique, just something I got used for something I got used for $50. So I'm just going to take it to the dump sooner or later. Yeah, I mean, thankfully, that's not the most expensive thing in the world, but still very annoying, right? I mean, yeah, it's $50, but you've got to get a new one and all that stuff. And it's probably something that, you, you know, took a fancy to and liked annoying. From her text before, I found out that my mother-in-law sold the whole collection to the pawn shop for a whopping total of $300. Now, I don't know what emoji this is, but it's, it's, what is it? It's greater than, or less than sign, underscore, greater than sign. For those of you listening on podcast platforms, it's like the, it's like, I, I, I kind of describe it as just like an unimpressed cat face. Unimpressed perhaps is, is what I'm looking for. For a collection of hundreds of antique keys valued at two to three grand as a total, that low number felt like a punch in the gut to me. And that kind of, I guess, explains why you think, OP, that she got a pretty terrible phone because, yeah, she's got a tenth worth of the value of what she sold and it's only $300. So not only is she a thief, she's also just an idiot. What's the point? $300? It's not even that much money. Let's be honest, realistically, it's not that much. If you're going to buy a phone, insane. I'm not turning my nose up, by the way, at $300. If any of you want to donate that to me, uh, I'll put my PayPal on screen now. Oh, wait, it's live. I can't. What a shame. But uh, there you go. Still, not like loads of money to steal, right? To, to break the law for. Nonetheless, it's likely that the pawnbroker knew how valuable the collection could be as a whole. I mean, it's not like hitting a jackpot or anything, but money is still money Yeah, if you can make like 2.7k or something, or even like 1.7k for this, that is the easiest money ever, especially when a dumb little lady walks in with a box of goodies. Anyone else hear Mr. Krabs laughing? Anyway, the cost of repayment to the shop was supposed to be on my mother-in-law, but my wife paid them back out of our joint account instead? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. From what the shop owner said, My mother-in-law told them the key collection belonged to her deceased husband, and she was sick of it sitting in storage. So they believed her. But just to be clear, she's not actually a widow. Her husband divorced her and left the state around 15 years ago. My mother-in-law lives off social security and food stamps. She also holds garage sales every few months, and she often demanded our soda and beer cans so she could get the deposit money of recycling them. She doesn't drive, She gets around on an electric scooter that tows a bicycle trailer. She lives in a long paid off house and she would not be having money troubles if she wasn't overspending every month. And she always counts on my wife to pick up the slack when she comes up short. My wife and I got into a huge fight when she got home because I had her mother arrested. But I told her I'm done with her enabling of her toxic mother. I said I was changing the locks ASAP and banning her mother from the house. And I also said that either we go to marriage counselling or I'd be inquiring about my options for separation from an attorney. I thought my wife would beg me not to do that, but instead she just called me horrible, packed a suitcase and walked out to go to a motel. I just sat on the couch and let her go. She repeatedly looked like she was waiting for me to ask her to stay, but I didn't. In the morning she texted me saying that she'd be bailing her mother out and wanted me to transfer her the money to pay for it since I was the one who got her mother arrested. Great logic there, man. When I said no, all I got was a sarcastic, wow. And that was it. Not too long after, I had a gut feeling, and I checked the balance on the shared bank account, and my wife had taken out a lot of money. I wasn't sure if it was all that was needed for bail, so I called the pawn shop later. The owner confirmed that my wife had come in and paid him back the $300 that he'd paid her mother for the keys. He was also quite angry and said that he didn't want any of us in his shop ever again. I do not blame him. I understood his anger, and weirdly enough, I had a fairly long talk with this guy, and he understands now that I'm not part of the crazy. I tried to call and text my wife for hours, but she didn't answer. That evening, I managed to find her. I knew which motel she'd like to go I knew which motel she'd likely go to, and I was right. It was both cheap and not far away. (laughs) Okay. I found her car and then figured out which room she was in. She looked positively shocked to see me when she opened the door. I confronted her about the money that she'd used from our shared account. She basically said that since I refused to pay her mother's bail after I was the one who had her arrested, she got the money from me another way. I mean, really? That doesn't make any sense also it's not fair also is oh here's a question is that illegal you I mean I don't think it is you can just take you can just take money from a joint account I presume it is a joint account therefore you both have access to it and your relationship or you know whoever has access to the joint account so I presume it's completely fine but it's still not great isn't it it's still not great She said that since I refused to pay her mother's bail after I was one who had her arrested, she got the money from me another way. Ridiculous. Anyway, then she smugly stated that she wasn't paying that money back into the shared account this time and told me that's the karma I get before shutting the door in my face. Then said, leave through, hang on, where are we? I've completely lost where I am. Then said through the door that she'd call the cops on me if I didn't leave. The smug look she'd given me reminded me of nasty teenage girls when they get their way. It really ticked me off. I did not expect this, by the way, from her. I really didn't. I know at first she was like, oh, come on, it's not worth it. Let's not get the police involved. But I thought that would be like sort of apologetic and her admitting that her mother is a terrible person and has done a terrible thing here. But okay, let's just leave it. We'd have to talk to her again. Let's just chill out. I'm really sorry this has happened, but... You know, we don't have to get the police involved, it's it's just a, a family matter and she is who she is. That's fine, I'm on your side. But this is completely different. I mean, she's taking the side of her mum, a lot like in, in the first story to be fair, who has just done something illegal. It's just dumb. Anyway, OP continues. I already knew my marriage was pretty much over. But that night it really sank in. I had a long sit down with some old video games and cola to think about my future. The house is rented, so I'm not renewing my half of the lease and will soon be apartment hunting. The last month of the lease is March, but I may leave sooner depending on how soon I can find an apartment. We have no kids yet, thank god, so that is another thing that I currently have in my favour. The next day I changed the locks on the house and removed all of my money from the joint bank account, and I stopped all automated payments to and from it. I made sure to take only the amount of money that I'd put into the account. There was still more than enough in it for me to break even and still leave the minimum required balance on the account. Either way, the cost of my mother-in-law's bail and paying back the pawn shop was now entirely out of my wife's pocket now, and I don't think she's noticed yet, but it shouldn't be long. Now that is just obviously great news. I would love to know what happens when she does realize by the way and I think that might be coming up in the third part or at least that the new post from OP about this same story so look out for that I mean to be fair right now I'm in the same spot as you I'm in as live a position as you are waiting for that I hope that's the case that that should be very very good it shouldn't be long okay good I hope it's not too long OP has been to a couple of different divorce lawyers already And I picked the second one since the first seemed like they were only there for a paycheck. I'll have the divorce papers served soon. I loved my wife, but it's clear she didn't love me. Yeah, I mean, well, maybe she did love you, but clearly she she prioritised her mum more and probably loved her mum more, which says a lot about her as a person. So OP can't stay with her anymore. She can have her thieving hoarder mummy all to herself now. We both have very comparable incomes, so I'll be pushing for a clean split divorce. This woman didn't deserve me, and I fell for her act. She didn't want a husband. She wanted an insurance plan. Wow. Imagine that as a sentence, by the way. Brutal. I'll be clear on this. I will not be changing my mind about divorce. My soon-to-be ex-wife can beg and love bomb all she wants, if she even bothers to. I've never been her number one, and I'm not going to settle for being number two in my own marriage. It is over. <sighs> wow. Phenomenal scenes. And uh I've got to say, OP, mad respect. In mad respect for just saying, you know what? No, nah, I'm not dealing with this. Insert curse word. Here. In fact, I can do it right now. Not dealing. I and mean, this is risky doing this live, by the way. This is really risky. But I'm going to give it a go. And if there's a swear word in here, that's the beauty of doing it live. Not dealing with this shit. I think we got there. I think we got there. There we go. (laughs) Phenomenal story. Really, really is. Uh, OP has included one edit as well at the end. Yes, I asked the landlord to allow me to change the locks. He was all for it when I told him what happened. All I had to do was mail him a copy of the new key. He does not want my mother-in-law to ever have a key to the house again. Now, that is actually something that I didn't think of. Hang on, hang on a second, let me have a quick drink here. Because what I was saying before about your, your family having keys to your house and stuff, that is if you own your house and you make the decision yourself. When it comes to renting a house, are you allowed to do that? Like, surely I'm not allowed to just copy the key of the flat that I rent in and just give it to my parents or, you know, children or whatever. Am I? Maybe with the landlord's consent you are. I mean, presumably that is what happened here, but I guess as a landlord, it can open you up to to these sort of risks of just random people who, you know, in theory, yes, should be fine, but in reality, you probably even haven't met them coming into your property and stealing things from your tenants, even though that shouldn't happen. But yeah, you don't want to get into sort of the details between your tenants and their family members and have that be something you got to deal with like it is here. That sounds less than ideal, but there you go. Um, let's have a look at the comments, let's have a look at the comments here, and guys as always get your comments in on these stories, because now more than ever I would have to have a look through them, Since not that I'll have to, I will, I will want to, <laughs> terrible phrasing there, but uh, you know what I mean, I will want to go and have a look through all of them and, and see what you guys are saying, someone says I'm so sorry, however justified it still hurts, now that is true, OP has taken this really well, in fact they've said below I've become numb to the pain now, but it was bad when it hit, Yeah, I mean, like, kind of the the bravery, the courage of this last sort of couple of paragraphs here was admirable. I still feel awful for you. But as long as you're, like, allowing yourself time to actually, I don't know, I don't want to say take the L, but feel how bad this is and understand that what's happened to you is brutally unfair and just a horrible situation, that's good. Don't just come at it purely with logic, um, if you can help it. I say that as someone who probably does that myself. But uh, yeah, there you go. Someone else said, I'm glad you got your keys back. As for the divorce, you should go through the bank records and highlight all the money she has given her mother over the course of your relationship. You could try and recover half of it or have it taken out of any settlement. Now that is a good shout. The problem is, the problem is here that if your ex-wife was putting the money back into your account eventually then I don't know I mean I don't again it depends on like what the what the legalities and laws are with joint accounts what's Opie said here all the money my wife gave to her mother till recently was her own she always paid back what she gave her mother out of the joint bank account until this recent incident exactly that's kind of what I'm saying so you probably can't claim back all that money because you got the money back anyway and also it's out of a joint account anyway but there we go opie says i've all my money and my credit is locked down so no worries there okay that is good that is good to hear and then finally i'll read this somebody says you got your mum or you got my mum arrested no actually your mum chose to do illegal things and finally had to suffer the real consequences that is it I, i couldn't have summed it up better myself exactly that I hate it when people place blame on the one pressing charges when they have every right to do so. If the perpetrator hadn't committed an actual crime against them, there wouldn't have been a need for charges to be filed in the first place. Doesn't matter if it's your, your mum, your dog, your pet rats, by the way. And who knows? It is a rodent infested house. Or was that the previous story? Or was that this one? I'm not sure. Nonetheless, having rats in your house is disgusting, but it doesn't matter who it is. If it's illegal, you're allowed to press charges. I mean, look how many times do you see family members call the police on, on their own family members or partners call the police on their own partner? That is the point. Like, you're allowed to do that. Just because you know the person doesn't mean it's not illegal. So there we go. But as I mentioned, guys, as I mentioned, and you know what? Let's just cut back to full screen for a second. There is one more post from this same user who, once again, I remind you, the username is my keys were stolen <laughs> it's just brilliant who uh who has come at us with with one more post from this story without further ado let's get into it had my wife served for divorce since she sided with her key stealing entitled mother so the divorce had happened I know I already called her his ex but I don't actually don't think that had happened yet I guess this is now going to be the story of the divorce and, and what exactly happened. And to be honest, I kind of hope that uh, the entitled mum plays some sort of role in this saga. All right, here we go. Just because I found the thought of it humorous, I'll be referring to my wife as a wifey a lot from now on. Goodness me. Also, I know I seem like I'm posting too fast, but remember this originally started around 10 days ago, and I've not wasted time in getting the divorce started wow okay really is that true this was three days ago how many days ago was the was the original post five days ago okay so yeah we've gone five days ago for the first post four days ago for part two and then three days ago at the time of recording for this one but i mean if you know everything that's happened and it's moving along and you've got some spare time during this process might as well check it on reddit for a little bit of karma i say you've done the right thing there op aka my keys were stolen. <laughs> okay, It really did not take me long, says OP, to find and hire a divorce lawyer. And she's mean. Yes, my lawyer is a woman, and she seems pretty good at her job. She asked me a couple of times if I was really sure I wanted to do this. But once I explained my full story to her and showed her some evidence, she agreed with me when I, she agreed with me when I said I wanted to start as soon as possible. So she got the ball rolling. Oh, this divorce is going to cost me, but I don't care. I'll rebuild my savings later as a free man. (sighs) Wow. I mean, that's another point that I've not even really thought of. might be very expensive, but it's the principle. It is. You cannot let your mother-in-law or your wife get away with this. You just can't. I didn't even want to rent the house that I'm currently living in anyway, but wifey pushed for that. I'd have been happy staying in our old apartment that we used to share until we could actually afford to buy a house together instead but obviously now that's never happening i'll be paying a lot less for an apartment once we separate okay at least you'll be making a saving there then before coming home wifey spent some time at a cheap motel when she bailed her mother out of jail and she even threatened to call the police on me when i went to see her there goodness me as op said before they changed the locks with the landlord's permission while wifey was still away and sent her a text saying I'd done so, but I guess that she'd not bothered to look since she never responded. So upon returning home, she ended up pounding on the door and screaming at me to let her in. I just watched her through the doorbell cam and let her keep it up for a while before she finally got on her phone to call me. I was already walking home from having had dinner with my best friend when she called, and I pointed out the text that she'd not bothered to read. When I got home to let her in, she was puffy-cheeked, teary-eyed, And red with a bit of a cat butt face. (laughs) And that really does paint a picture. I had a new key ready to, to give her. And I told her that if she gave a copy to her mother again, I'd be notifying our landlord as they were already very angry that she'd given her mother a key to begin with. There we go. There we go. Now, I think that if I was to do that, going back to what I was saying earlier... If I was to do that in in my current flat without my landlord's permission, I would that would definitely go against my contractual agreement. I'm sure. I'm sure it would, and I'd probably lose the deposit. I mean, I don't know for sure. Obviously, you haven't done it. I'm not going to try and do it. But I reckon I'd be losing, well, at least at least money, and maybe I don't know. I'd be getting like some, some not sued, but you know what I mean. Like it must be in the contract that you're not allowed to do that. Fair play to the landlord, to be fair for for seemingly being pretty chill about it but I guess I guess OP continues here saying that they're not sure what the landlord could have done I reckon that you know looking delving into the contract there probably was stuff they could have done anyway it was enough to make my wife or wifey as OP says comply for the moment plus I'm not going to be living here much longer anyway okay okay that is fair enough my mother-in-law still believes that she did absolutely nothing wrong and is playing victim to wifey every chance she gets oh my god still now she believes she's done nothing wrong are you serious absolutely insane absolutely insane just ridiculous how how after having the police call on you being arrested this all going on do you still think you've done nothing wrong She's not allowed over anymore for obvious reasons. Good. And I've been repeatedly called a monster by her and wifey. I've never been more glad that my mother-in-law has no friends. I wonder why. Because then she'd be telling them all her convoluted version of the story to paint me as a villain. I just know it. She was told how much my key collection is roughly worth and what kind of felony charges she could be facing. Though my collection was returned fully intact She may therefore get the charges lessened. I'd like to hope that she gets a decent punishment at least, but I'm not really counting on the system to throw the book at a manipulator like her. As I said in my previous post, Wifey also paid her mother's bail and what she owed to the pawn shop with money out of our joint bank account and then smugly told me that she wouldn't be putting the money back. Basically, that was a terrible power move and her only way to try and put all the cost on me. I've since removed everything I had in that account and stopped all future payments to it so she can't spend my money too. And I've changed my passwords to pretty much everything. She flipped the heck out on me for it once she finally checked the account a couple of days ago because that meant that what she paid for her mother or for my mother-in-law's bail and reimbursing the pawn shop was all in her money only. Okay, good. So it wasn't too long later that she found out that she'd been absolutely duped by you phenomenal stuff now there was no more access to my funds to supplement her own with I just ignored her tantrum and went into the home office to watch anime on my computer can you imagine like op headphones on chilling out watching whatever Dragon Ball Z or something and just got his wife or soon-to-be ex-wife just smashing on the door saying what are you doing you made me pay for my own mum what and him just chilling back watching his favorite show Brilliant, brilliant scenes. Oh, there you go. Oh, wow. That actually is exactly what happened. <laughs> she banged on the door for a while, demanding I talk to her. I just stayed quiet and put on headphones. <laughs> Literally, I promise you, I didn't actually see that line before just saying that. Brilliant scenes. Really, really good. Wifey has repeatedly demanded I drop all charges against her mother and even said, if I really loved her, I would not only stop all of this, I'd cover the cost too. Wow. Wow. I would act shocked that she said that. Oh, wait, I've read the entire story up to this point. When I kept refusing, she moved into the spare bedroom. She tried to kick me out of the master bedroom first, but I made it clear I'm not giving up the master bedroom when she's the one at fault. She tried to start taking my stuff out, but I just blocked her while pointing my finger at her face and said, no, like I was talking to a dog. What, just like, no. How (laughs) patronizing is that? But also, how good. <laughs> she ended up crying. Good. And saying I was demeaning her. Good. But I didn't care. Exactly. Then, for some more deception on her part, she admitted to me out of pure spite that until this mess had started, she'd been planning on letting her mother come live with us full time soon because of the state of her hoarder house. What? So, instead of just, you know, getting a cleaner, or better yet, telling her mum, your house is disgusting. Any risk of cleaning it? She said, no, abandon that house. No one can live in it apart from boxes and rats. Come and live with us instead and probably turn our house into a tip. Great idea. Ridiculous. She boasted that she was just going to move her in while I was at work. I told her we were supposed to be equal partners before this all happened, and I was sick of her unilateral decision making. And as long as I'm paying 50% of the lease, Her mother will not be living here. And if she tried, I'd throw all her mother's stuff out immediately. Wifey looked like she wanted to explode and stormed off to have a drink and a loud phone call with her mother in the kitchen. I just started removing her stuff from the master bedroom and I left it in the other room for her. I've put a new lock on the door to the master bedroom too. Oh God. So now you're having to put internal locks on doors. This is not pretty, but it is understandable and and probably for the best. I had wifey served at her job. Oh my God. Which she said really embarrassed her in front of her colleagues. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, that might be a little bit too far. What do, you, what do you think? Is that necessary? It's not to do with her work, is it? It's not. I think that, you know, I think that might be a little bit too far. Comment down below. Is that, is that, is that, I think that's just a bit too petty. Personally, I do. I think that's, un, I think that's uncalled for. Now, obviously, don't get me wrong, Opie has been getting absolutely shagged throughout this entire story by his wife and her mum. But is there a need to do this to people that are just not involved at all and embarrass her, like, a lot and maybe jeopardise her, her employment? I mean, it wouldn't, but just the way that people might think about her in the future and, uh, you know, what does her relationship say about her as a person and if her ex-husband is serving her at work, then... you know people can think about these sort of things and jump to conclusions or whatever i don't necessarily think that was necessary i've said necessary a lot there because i mean it comment down below on that one guys because i'm actually not sure right she flipped out on me again once she got home apparently she didn't take my threats of divorce seriously until those papers were actually in her hands she said i couldn't do this but i told her i was done She made it more than clear where she stands. I told her I learned a rather interesting phrase online. When people show you who they really are, believe them. And she's clearly shown me who she really is. And it is not the woman I fell in love with. That woman disappeared and got replaced with an entitled mummy's girl who refuses to act her age right after we got married. Which makes it pretty obvious she did that intentionally. Ah, I see. At this point, I don't think she ever loved me. Just my wallet. I can't stay married to a woman who conned me into marrying her. Then she started screaming at me that she wasn't a gold digger. So I asked her if she'd have been inclined to stay married to me if I'd done the if I'd done all the same things to her. Now that one there actually is not my fault. OP. You should check your uh check your work there, my friend. Because you've just put now this is very petty from me, nearly as petty as OP was earlier. You've put a the which didn't need to be there. So uh, whose fault is that for getting that wrong? Maybe OP was right in being as petty as that because I'm, I'm showing my petty colors there. Anyway, sorry. She tried to deny it at first, then looked around like she was trying to find a better answer. Then she just gaslit to deflect as usual, but I had none of it. The one thing I would say with this was, I thought you you said that you guys had pretty similar incomes or take-homes. But then again, she is the one that is obviously spending a lot more than you. I mean, yeah, obviously... The amount of money you actually earn has, in theory, no relation to how much you spend. You could spend very little money, OP, who knows? And OP is clearly spending a lot of money on on her mum in particular. So I get it. That does make sense. Okay. I told her right then and there that I am not renewing the lease on the house with her because I don't want to live with a petulant woman child that I can't trust. And... If she wants to keep the house, she can go ahead and start a new lease to move her mother in once I'm gone. Finally, that is when the real waterworks started. She said, I was destroying our family. And I said, what family? Wow. (laughs) And pointed out how we don't have kids and her mother is more important to her than me. We have no family. Then I just walked away. She loudly cried in the living room for hours, but I ignored her. <laughs> Let me guess. Back to the computer, headphones on, more anime, finish the series. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. Now she has given me the hardcore silent treatment and will not look me in the eyes. I'm actually enjoying it, which just seems to make her angrier. Wonderful stuff. As an added bonus, I warned my current landlord about wifey wanting to move her mother in. I gave him all the details I had about her, the state of her hoarder house and how much of a deceptive mummy's girl Wifey is. And I warned him that if he let my mother-in-law live in any property he owns, she would turn it into an utter disaster. He thanked me for telling him and is now not going to let her renew the lease on her own, my Wifey that is, if she tries. He'll be advertising the property soon. Wifey has no idea yet, and likely would have only just barely been able to afford the house with her mother's help anyway. Finally, one more thing. Yesterday, somebody warned me to take my name off the joint bank account entirely so I would not be on the hook for any overdraft. I took that to heart and went to the bank to get it done. It only took a few minutes to do it, and the bank is 10 minutes away by car. All good now. I've been working from home lately, so I had the time all statements from the account were already printed and given to my lawyer too so I can wash my hands of it. There we go. That is the end of the story. Now let's get into a couple of edits here just to finish things off. OP has said, I don't know if it's the same rules everywhere, but the bank had no problem removing my name from the account as a co when I pushed for it. There were no debts on the account and I had plenty more than the minimum balance. The bank likely did tell my ex-wife, but whether or not she knows I did it, doesn't matter. She's not currently talking to me. And the second one, edit two, I've noticed a few comments pointing out how it was completely unnecessary. I pointed out that my lawyer is a woman. You know what? I didn't think about that at the time, but fair enough. Yeah, that is true. Looking back on it, I did write that like a complete jerk. I was just rather excited in the moment about it. Not an excuse. I acknowledge that. But how quickly this lawyer helped me just made me so happy. I'll make sure to not sound like such an idiot when speaking of her again from now on. Yeah, fair enough. I didn't really think too much about it, to be fair. But I, it just it just sounded as if you were saying she's a badass and I respect her a lot. Didn't really have to do with her agenda, but there you go. I guess this kind of shows that OP is a nice guy, right? Unlike the uh, other two women in this story. That's going to do it then for... That story. Now, there is one more still to come. Do you want a a quick sneak peek of it? A little quick sneak peek? Here we go. Here we go. This is it. You put my child in danger. Somehow I'm the issue. But before we get into that, the last story of this episode, I just got to give my thoughts on this overall, don't I, really? Live, as I said I would do. Genuine initial reactions, as I said in the intro of this episode. What do I think? Well, to be honest, there's not really much to say, is there, apart from just like you've handled this amazingly OP. You've been shafted by your wife and her mum. And it's just sad. I guess you could argue that like you've you've done this quickly enough and, and you've gotten through this quickly enough to to move on with your life. And as you said, you have no lasting connections to her really at all. I mean, you don't have children, you're obviously you're going to be divorced, but that's fine. There's no kind of repercussions there. It also sounds like you'll be okay with money as well, which is good. And I mean, there are clear positives here. You are getting out of a relationship with someone who, yes, you found out didn't love you, but who knows? Maybe the relationship wasn't actually that good when you look back on it. You said about about marriage fog, who knows? Or was that story one? I don't know. Very, very similar these two stories, to be fair. The person that you're with, you thought was great. But in reality, when their mother got involved and you started understanding that, they love their mother more than you. That was a bit too far. Quite similar. But yeah, I mean, you can just move on, I think. It's not the end for you. In fact, see it as a beginning, I would say. I mean, what do you guys think? Comment down below. It is very, very sad that this person clearly has married you for the money. Um, I don't know. I would say as well, how did you let that happen? But I think that would be a little naïve because it's happened to the best of us and who knows it could even happen to me one day let's have a look at a few comments someone has said i can kind of relate to you my ex told me after the divorce that she only married me because she knew i'd be making good money there we go that's kind of sad isn't it but i guess kind of just you know supports my point it took over 30 years before i'd even talk with her what Oh my goodness. Kind of over it now, but it took a long time. Happily been together with my new wife now for many years and we'll be together until death do us part. There we go, my friend. There we go. That right there. Use excellent underscore add 1132 is life as an example to what you can have. Very sad what you've gone through, but there is light at the end of the proverbial tunnel that is life and divorce. There we go. Right. Let's move on now to the final story of this one. Back on our slash entitled parents. You put my child in danger. Somehow I'm the issue. Here we go. So there is a ton of context here that is absolutely going to be missing. (laughs) A great start to any story, but I'll provide what I can to help with this specific story. But Lord, there is a lot. Right, let's get into it. I am a 28 year old man. My mum, who is 58, has been an alcoholic my entire adult life. And most of my teenage life. Of course, she's been sober for long stretches and has slips. It's just how addiction is for many people, yet fair enough. Especially those who don't seek out help. Okay, less fair enough. When she's drinking, mum is the most entitled, self centered person I know. Some context. She'd been in the hospital in March slash April for an artery rupture in her liver. That is March April twenty twenty three. To this day, she denies that her history of drinking and her current drinking have anything to do with it. Okay. Now, I will, ha- will happily say here that I think that alcoholics get a bad rep, bad rap. And it is a disease. And people with other diseases, no one says, oh my God, it's a disgrace that you have this disease, do they? It is an illness. It is a sickness. is kind of what I'm saying. Like We shouldn't look negatively on people that are alcoholics. However, you can do things to help yourself in the same way that if you are ill, you can do things to help yourself by getting treatment. It's the same with with alcoholism. If you are saying, "Oh, it's not like, like my drinking has not caused or has not, in some way, added to my, you know, artery rupture in in your liver, then you are an idiot. You just are. Like that is obviously that's going to be one of the major causes of any liver issues is drinking so much so i have no like if she's saying that i have no sympathy for her sorry yeah it's ridiculous fast forward anyway to summer 2023 mum seems to be back on track with sobriety she gets on well with my fiance and has been a big support to my fiance's pregnancy i made sure that mum was there for the birth of her newest grandbaby all seemed to be well mum insists that she watches my baby for us after fiance's leave ends and we are skeptically receptive to the idea. Ultimately, we decide to allow this. Maybe the baby will help her maintain sobriety. Boy, was I wrong. I mean, that is, yeah. I mean, having now read the title, obviously, just to just to recap, you put my child in danger. Somehow I'm the issue. Now reading all about this. God, I mean, that is extremely, extremely worrying. Oh, well, okay. I get a call from my sister who tells me my mum has been drinking. Not with or around the baby, but it's happening. Yep, I'm not going to allow this to go on any further. I'm about three hours away from my car. I drive dirt trucks and I can't get there fast enough to make sure my baby girl is safe. So I call my father-in-law. He was kind enough to pick up my daughter and keep it on the down low to not hurt my mum's feelings. If there's one thing mum isn't, it's dumb. I have to disagree. Like I have to Based on what we've seen so far Maybe she's smart in different ways But saying that A a big liver issue Is not to do with drinking is dumb Just a fact Sorry but there we go Um, She sees through all of this and knows exactly what's up Okay fair enough Not that hard to see through then realistically We find a new sitter and do what we can We maintain incredibly low contact A couple of months later I get a call from my sister just to talk The conversation, of course, comes to my mum. My sister tells me a story about my mum begging to watch her kids, but an hour before she was supposed to, she instead chose to drink before having to go and watch my sister's kids. This happened years ago. I don't know how I got this mixed up, but apparently I somehow confused this with mum choosing to drink and drive with her kids. I don't know. I suppose I was emotional and got things mixed up. Remember this point. It's important for the end. Okay, so are you saying that when she told you this, you misconstrued it? I think that's what you're saying. Okay, i remember that. On the bright side though, at the time of this phone call, mum is doing better again. Maybe it would give her something to look forward to if we allowed her to watch the baby once a week. Uh, Knowing where this is going, it's just horrible, isn't it? Again, like it's a tough spot for you guys because obviously you you want your mum to be a part of your, your baby's life. Yes, she has her issues, but it doesn't seem as if you think she's a bad person and you're trying to help her as much as you can. But yeah, as, as we're going to see, I presume it is going to be dangerous, which is ultimately just really sad. Uh, I approached mum and offered to her that my fiance and I felt comfortable with her taking the baby one day a week. This conversation, though, goes sour. How? So we decided that we would be comfortable with you taking the baby on Tuesdays. I know you've been really wanting to watch her again, we said. No, she replied. No? Well, first, I want you to ask me. This kind of confuses me a bit at first, but I suppose it is a fair statement. She is doing something to help me after all, right? Yeah, I guess so. All right, okay, I'll rephrase, I say. Would you be willing to take the baby on Tuesdays? It would be a big help and you'd get to see her more again. No. No. I want it all. If I can't have every day, then I won't take her at all. Again, I have to just think back to when you said, OP, that your mum was not dumb. Probably the dumbest thing I've ever read. Like, so dumb? You want your child's baby every day? What, so their actual parent just never sees them then? (laughs) So, so dumb. Okay, this devolves into an argument where she tries to justify her actions in drinking, and accuses me of holding the baby over her head. She throws in. How dare you call your fiance's father to take her from me? I was not drinking that day. Truth? Not even after they left, which was a lie. Ah, I see. Remember that phone call with my sister from earlier, the one with the mixed stories? Well, here is where that mix-up bit me in the butt. I threw the story that I thought was true in her face. I'm not proud of it, not at all, this of course turned into denial and further argument with her conveniently forgetting that regardless of whether or not a car was involved she ultimately chose to forego the responsibility she claimed to want so that she could drink. That's actually valid. Yes the story that you, you said was wrong but the gist is kind of correct really isn't it? It is still her in effect drinking rather than doing something like you know sensible. Really? That, that makes sense? Yeah, I think so. Right. I finally had to stop this whole argument by saying that this was getting nowhere, and she could call me when she was ready to address the problem like an adult. That call happened the next day, but that is for the next post. I just want to end this post here and say that I love my mother. When she's sober, she's the most amazing woman I know, but that alcohol turns her into the most narcissistic and entitled beast of a human I have ever seen. If the community wants more, I'd be willing to continue telling this story from the phone call the next day, all the way to what's happening now as things progress. It gets weird and frustrating, but telling this has been oddly cathartic. Now, this was sadly posted just one day ago, and at the time of recording, we don't have that update, so I I can't get into that right now, but I'll I'll definitely look out for it in the future if you guys enjoyed that one. Let's have a look at the comments before we end this episode. You are a parent, someone has said. The safety and well-being of your child takes precedence over everything, especially when they're too young and vulnerable to assert their own self-autonomy. Do what you have to do to protect your child. Everyone else's feelings outside of you, your partner, and that child are beyond irrelevant. Opie has said, thank you. It's a good reminder when things get tough. Now again, I think that is completely valid, and obviously I agree with that statement. And but I do also feel for OP, as I said earlier, you're you're really trying to help out your mum who is in a terrible, terrible spot again with an awful illness which ruins so many lives, and you're you're trying to help her. What are you supposed to do? You can't you can't allow your baby to obviously ever be in danger, but the alternative is you just say to your your mum that you can never look after. our baby your granddaughter your grandchild until either you're completely sober or we just have to be there with you and i guess that is a compromise which is sad for you because you want to help her but ultimately yeah as as this user said that the safety of your immediate family as in your partner and your child is of paramount importance and it's not your child's fault that your grandma can't or her or his or her grandma can't take care of her and yeah you you cannot jeopardize that so it's very sad but sadly that is what you're going to have to do wait until the kid's older wait until your mum sorts herself out help her in another way you know give her some sort of ultimatum and say look you need to go to some form of rehab or or therapy or, or you know AA meetings or some way of helping her out before you can have an active role in, in your grandchild's life. Tough spot, but it has to be done. Right, anyway, that is going to do it for this one. We've been recording now for an hour and four minutes. Can you believe it? Let me know in the comments down below, guys. How have you enjoyed this episode? I've never done anything like this before. Back in the day, a long, long time ago, I did a couple of live streams, but I don't know if I did a Reddit live stream. I might have done one Reddit live stream like three years ago. Actually, maybe four years ago. I think it was in COVID. I've done a couple of gaming ones, but this is the first one I've ever done like this. Not a live stream, but recorded as live. Let me know if you enjoyed it. Obviously, over an hour of brand new Reddit stories, which is something that I don't normally do. And if you want to see more of this in the future, yeah, show me some support, show me some love. Once again, please get your comments in. For I mean, it, it doesn't do anything, but it might be nice for Stevo to to read just how much you guys are are, you know have his mum in your thoughts and his family it's a terrible situation going on for him so yeah I'm sure that'd be nice and I can show him all the comments and he can look through them himself but yeah for now that is going to do it thanks guys for for watching and listening through this entire thing and um, yeah I will see you in the next one have a good one guys and importantly Send my love to your entire family.